From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. After Amberlin won Velour's Battle of the Bands in Provo, one of the judges judges levied some pretty high praise. He said, she belts like Aretha. Aretha, people, yes, that one. <laughs> Not every song, but you're going to hear it today. And music isn't even her day job. She's a newer artist, new on the local music scene. It doesn't exactly come as a surprise, though, that Amberlin's EP Hire was recently nominated for three Utah Music Awards, including Best Album, or that she has a YouTube video with nearly half a million views. She's been known to perform with a seven-piece band. Today, she's playing a pared-down set, but no less energy. Amberlin vocals, acoustic guitar. Rashida Call is playing the piano and singing backups, and James Dawson on electric guitar, singing backups as well. And we will warm things up with the cold and the loneliness.
That's Amberlynn, live here on Highway 89 from our performance studio. Amber, I, I read in an interview that you said, I have always been around music. My dad has played in bands for as long as I can remember. What kind of bands did he play in? Oh, gosh. Well, he started so he started in like country bands. He did a lot of like country western, but he also really loved like older rock, like 80s rock. Mm. Um, and so he just kind of did both. He he was in several different bands. He's still in a band now. He still plays three or four days a week. So, yeah. So th- tell me this, because different kids would have different reactions. Some would be like, oh, my dad is so cool. And others would be like, I'm so embarrassed. My dad thinks he's a rock star. <laughs> well, you know, I think um, that I was actually, I, I wasn't embarrassed. I, I thought he was really cool, but I was so shy as a child. I'm still really shy. Like I can get up on stage and do stuff, but um anytime he like asked me to come sing with him, he asked me to sing with him all the time and I uh-huh. I don't know. I get really nervous about it. I still can't. I still can't do so it. So how old were you when he said, Hey now here's my here's my daughter to sing along with this? I don't think I've ever sing with him live. Is that is that oh, awful? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. No. Well from what I'm hearing today he's gonna to be asking, Can I can I sit in? Yeah. <laughs> so when did you first pick up the guitar and start thinking I'm going to be an artist. Yeah, you know, that's funny. My brother, I think I was probably 13 or 14. I think I was 13, and my brother got an electric guitar for Christmas, and he played it for, like, two weeks, and then it just, like, sat in his room. So I'd always go play it, like, when he, like, wasn't around and stuff. And so <laughs> I kind of started with that, and um, and then I got my first guitar when I was 14 for my 14th birthday. So I've been playing since then. So when did you start I mean, you have a very definite style. Well, and when did you start zeroing in, like, that's what I'm going to be. This is how I want to sing. This is my music. Um, it was actually probably pretty recently. Um, I, I feel like I've kind of done everything. I kind of did the, you know, f- a little bit folksy girl guitar player mm-hmm. thing for a little while. Um, but I just, I kind of noticed that I really enjoyed belting. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh-huh. doing, like, the bigger It's your natural stuff. shyness. Yeah, so I just kind of started <laughs> developing in that. And, you know, the more artists that I would listen to of that, that genre, the more I just fell in love. And so um, I think it happened um, when I started playing with with um, musicians that played that style. It kind of brings that out in you. So It's been really fun to listen through. And I mean, there's a little bit of rock. There's a little bit of blues. There's some gospel. There's all of these nice influences, but they come together in your way. That's really fun to hear. Thank you. Sometimes you perform all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got three players which is also three singers today we're lucky to have that but sometimes you also have this full band on stage so 
Is that does that feel completely different to Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um you know, I started obviously playing by myself and so that's kind of how I developed but um but I absolutely prefer playing with a full band. I guess it kind of depends on the situation, but um any opportunity I can get to get everybody on stage. We just have such a good time and and I'm such being a musician myself and appreciating music. I really love listening to the band. And so if I can get them all together, I get to listen to them too and so yeah. So is it harder to be in charge, to be the, the, sort of the band leader as well as the the upfront artist when you've got a big group like that to sort of say, here's our vision, here's where we're going? Um, you know, I, so I've been in a couple different bands before, um, and before it's, it's usually kind of been very, um, you know, trying to please everybody. Um, but since this is my music and my thing, I've found it to be a lot easier to, and I think it's easier for everybody else to kind of have a direction. Yeah. Um, but... I also have a lot of people in the band that I've known a really long time and I trust their opinion a lot. So I, I definitely lean on them for, for support and, uh, and for guidance and direction, but it is, I think it's a lot easier, um, when there's direction, it makes things go a lot more smoothly. So well, tell me about this next song. This definitely has some gospel tinges on it. In fact, <laughs> even the title testify, how did this yeah. come about? This testify was a song that kind of, it was just one that kind of came pretty quick mm-hmm. and it was so fun. Um, and, uh, I, I got it halfway, kind of halfway written. We finished it in the studio. Um, but you know, I, I just kind of started thinking about, um, you know, I guess in, in relationships, there's always like somebody that you always come across somebody that's too good to be true, you know, just way too good to be true. And, um, and so I kind of started writing about that. Um, and then that kind of call and response thing kind of came. Um, and I, I just kind of went with that. (laughs) And, and, uh, then once we got into the studio, um, and started pre-producing that, it, it, it just all came out and it's, it's easily one of my favorite tracks on the on the EP. So. Good. Well, we've teased everybody long enough, so All let's right. go ahead. We're going to hear Testify. This is Amber Lynn. We're hearing music from her EP called Higher. And you could Google this. There's there's a, Actually, there's a, some live versions of this and various other versions of this song, Testify. And I personally really love the call and response that Amber Lynn was talking about. So we got the guitar strapped on. I think we're all ready. Well, it looks like that on the outside Shortly he's got something to hide oh, And I'm gonna convince you That as crazy as it sounds I believe that heaven sent him down Oh, what else could it be? He's got the big Direction. I feel that glory on high. 
see a halo in his eyes. Got a spiritual connection. A love like ooh, ooh, nothing does this hurt him. Testify original music from Amber Lynn. I'm Stephen Cat Perry. This is Highway 89. Uh, Amber Lynn has graduated from college and she has a full time job coaching adults with autism spectrum disorders. And so I do want to ask about the day job. What kind okay. of coaching is it that you do? Um, so we teach uh, independent living skills. So um, we get students that are. Um, in their transitioning uh, ages, so 21 and older, basically trying to learn how to live on their own. And so we teach independent living skills, social skills, vocational skills, things like that. And so um, I have a caseload of about 12 to 14 um, students, and we coach them on whatever their goals might be. Some of them are trying to go to college. Some of them are trying to live on their own. Um, all kinds of things. That so. must be really satisfying. Oh, it's so fantastic. <laughs> Is this something you had studied or done before? Um, you know, I never, ever thought that I would be working with special needs, ever. I just, something that kind of fell um, into my lap. I did, I do have a degree in psychology. Um, and so when I applied for the job, um, I knew that it was related, but I didn't really have a whole lot of experience with it. So, um, it's definitely, you know, I definitely believe in fate. I, I definitely believe in um, things happening for a reason. And this was easily one of those very um, sure things in my life that, that happened. And I, I love it. Well, you're in this interesting place where with a lot of artists. You're, you're, you're writing, you're performing, you're starting to build your name. Now, you'd become pretty well known up in Idaho where you were yeah. before. And then you decide to come down here and really start from scratch. What was that like from zero? Like... Hi, yeah. it's me. <laughs> um, so that 
process, you know, I had graduated and I was like, what am I going to do? Everybody kind of has that. Um, and actually, my friend James here that's here with me today, he um, he had transferred down here um, to college down here. And um, I knew that he was going to be doing music here. And I was like, well, do I want to be here? Do I want to be somewhere else? Do I want to go somewhere random? Um uh, but that kind of prompted me to kind of to be here a little bit because there's a lot of people here that I know. I know that the music scene is very fantastic here and had a few connections, a few people. Obviously, it's not much of a transition from Idaho to, to Utah, so it wasn't it wasn't starting from scratch completely. But it was it was interesting to like go from. I kind of felt like in Idaho, I felt like I had kind of I shouldn't say capped out, but I I knew a lot of really great people and. Um, you know, had kind of reached, I guess, a glass ceiling there. So, Well, and then you recently won Battle of the Bands at a local venue. That yes. doesn't hurt to make your name a little bit because you were also on stage with all of these other bands yeah. who have been building their names up. Right. I, so tell me about that process. You know, it's funny. I went into it I went into it pretty confident, actually, I, to start. Let me just say that before anybody <laughs> thinks that I'm, you know, really cocky. But I I started, I was like, oh, you know, we can do this. We're ready. We've been working a long time. Um, and I went into it, and then I had gone to a couple of the nights of the preliminary, I guess, rounds, and I was like, oh, we're done. There's no way. You know, there's just such so many great bands, and I got really, really nervous on my night on my night of the preliminaries. I was very nervous because <laughs> I just they're just so great, and and uh, I was very surprised at that. But it it definitely was a very gratifying win. It was something that meant a lot to me that I ha- have been shooting for for a long time. Um, it's a pretty prestigious thing, and. Um, how did you feel when you it. were actually, it was the time, and here we are, okay, we take the stage and go? Um, for the finals, you know, um, it was kind of an odd experience. I I felt, I had kind of forgotten about the competition. You know, the first night, the preliminary rounds, I was nervous the whole time. The whole show, I was just on edge. It didn't really feel very comfortable, even through the whole set. Um, and the the night of the finals, um, I just, it was a blast. It was, it, I didn't feel like it was a competition at all. Um, we just, I felt like we were just up there having a blast and doing what we love to do. And I, I think that helped us, <laughs> you know, having that, having that, um, that peace, I guess, up there and that, um, calmness to us, um, helped it be a lot more natural. So, yeah. Well, good. We're going to, we're going to do what I guess if you bought a CD on iTunes, sometimes you buy the whole album, you get the yeah. bonus track. <laughs> We're going to do the bonus track. This is one that's not on the EP. Set Available up, but, only here. <laughs> yeah, set up this time. We're going to hear yeah. this extra. So uh, while they're taking place, you can check out Higher, which is Amberlynn's EP. Yeah. You can find that online various places. But as I said, this one that we're going to hear is a little extra we're giving to you for no extra charge just because you listen to the radio. This is called This Time. See me where you act like you don't know me But you sure seem to know me when you call Now what's the story tonight? Did you get lonely? Now you're thinking that I'm better than nothing at all No, but ooh 
You think you're so cool No, but I ain't nobody's fool, no And I oh, can't deny it Give me feelings You take me high Baby, but why oh, Do you change your mind with every season?
This time, there's a new song. That's our little extra for you from Amberlynn, performed live in studio by her, along with Rashida Call and James Dawson. You're listening to BYU Radio's Highway 89 music program. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and we got to get the band. We got to get to know the band just a little bit here. And uh, James Dawson, I mentioned backups and guitar. James, you go by James Gray Dawson, the the eighth. Eight, yeah, it's a mouthful. Okay, can can that really be true? There were seven previous generations, it, and no one broke the pattern. Oh, already out of the gate, I'm getting this question. <laughs> Oof. Um, it is. It's eight, but it is a bit of a family lie. Uh, so there was a there was a James Dawson way long ago. Then there was like a Thomas, and then there was James's. So Thomas felt out of the loop, I suppose, and was like. All right, we're starting it again. Well, it's it, been down to me. It, it captures it captures the eye, really. The eighth, okay. <laughs> the eighth, Henry's yeah. the only other one I know. <laughs> Is <laughs> that a problem with dating? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> problem with dating. Uh, well, apparently because <laughs> I'm single. Okay, we don't need to delve too deep. Okay, <laughs> so let me ask you about Eric. Eric Clapton. We read that he's mm. he's one of your heroes. Yes, but sir. so tell me, what is it about him? I mean, is it his solos, the the, the rhythm parts, or there is so much to that man that it's just wonderful his songwriting his singing his guitar playing it's all incredible and it can all be delved into for years without really even scraping the surface of why it's so amazing so i yeah i'm a big fan it's just there's a lot so to was that was there a first time where you where you thought i'm gonna learn this clapton solo oh you can Layla. You remember? oh and, okay and it's, it's it's that line oh yeah. i couldn't resist it was i learned it on a beat up old acoustic guitar that i stole from my sister and it was just like i have to be able to do that and that we're was... seeing a pattern here of stolen guitars so with you and amber <laughs> from the <laughs> yeah but what isn't it true that however beat up that guitar was when you finally could play that lick did you feel like you you were eric clapton oh oh yeah i remember the first <laughs> time that i got it and i thought to myself whoa that didn't sound like someone trying to be him that sounded like you know someone who's getting close <laughs> Now, you're sitting in as a sideman today, and you're adding a lot both with the, with the guitar and, and vocals, but mm. you do perform solo. You write your own music, and how would you describe what that is? Uh, well, it's, I would say it's kind of, you know, as, as close as I can be to Eric Clapton without actually being Eric Clapton. Okay. Uh, but it's very, it's very blues sort of based with a lot of, like, pop, singer songwriting sort of acoustic soul feel kind of stuff. There's nice. a lot of things to list off, but... Hey, and where's home for you? Home is, uh, well, it was kind of all over the place till I was 10, but um, the Bay Area of California is, is where I graduated high school, so that's uh -huh. where I call home. And do you have a project you're working on now? I do. I have a four-track EP that is scheduled to be done optimistically within the next two months. It should be done. Um, and yeah, that is optimistic, but there's no reason to you know, think otherwise. Good. James, thank you very much for talking to us. And watch out for James Gray Dawson the Eighth coming soon to any place with a marquee big enough to fit his whole name. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rashida Call is next playing piano tonight and backup vocals. Where's home for you, Rashida? Home is Phoenix. The Phoenix, Arizona. Actual Phoenix, the not actual proper the suburbs. Area. Yes. And how how are the folks back home? Is it are they melting? Always. Always I, I saw a chart today, and it, it, it showed the earth and the sun, and then about a third of the way from the sun, it said Arizona. Arizona. Yes. Did you see that? You, no, but it makes <laughs> but sense. But it makes sense. Yes, complete sense. 
Yes. So th- who who is your musical influence or influences? Ooh. You want to name me a couple? Well, my musical influences come from everywhere. But um, I really love, starting off, Ella Fitzgerald. She's oh. big in the jazz. That's my home. That's my baby. And then when it comes to R&B, you know, there's Old School with Gladys Knight. And then, you know, then like later on, I love India Ari. She's more folky R&B kind of thing going on. But yeah. I want to ask because obviously here you are, you're a very capable artist. You can take the stage and be a soloist. But you mentioned as we were setting up that you really like kind of being behind the scenes and part of things. Yeah, I love being a part of the magic, just kind of making it happen and then watch people shine and then just kind of not be in the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. That is not the typical artist. It is so not. And But let me ask, so when you when you work and you play with different people, but do you feel like it brings out something new in you that you might not have found as an artist because you're working with different people and their different strengths? It gets me about that close. If you could see that on radio, it gets me that close to even wanting to be front and center with them. So like paper almost touching. That's really close, but just not quite. (laughs) Well, tell me what you're working on. What's your dream project? My dream project actually would be my own solo album. And funny enough, as an artist, I can never make up my mind. So I don't have a genre and I'd rather not be pegged down. So I love soul. I love gospel. I like R&B. I like country. You okay, know, I'm, so. I'm going to name your first album for you, and it's going to be called "It's Going to Be Called Rashida Call All Over the Map." How about that? I like it all over the place. All yes. over the place. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Rashida, thank you so much for Absolutely. for talking with us today and for coming and adding to what Amberlynn's doing. We're going to hear a cover now, and uh, you'll recognize this, especially if you're a fan of Maroon Five. This piece is called "Sugar." Sweetness in my life Should have, should have. 
Cover tuned by our artist today, our guest Amber Lynn, along with Rashida Call and James Gray Dawson the Eighth, and sounding very nice. We're going to go back to originals now. This is from the EP Hire by Amber Lynn. We're going to hear a song called "I'm Found." Mm-hmm. 
These hands I keep in my pocket The way the others taught me Save me from the heartbreak Cause whenever they roam They get too close Have a tendency of pushing away For so long They've only had each other to hold This is begging forgiveness If I'm coming up a little too cold Watch the rain come down Down And I keep spinning round But you don't make a sound There were once I was lost Once I was lost But baby with you I'm found I've tried with all of my might To find the light oh, But could it be as simple as you You're so unexpected I tried to reject it But I'm starting to see truth for so long I have had nobody to hold Please forgive me If I'm coming off a little too cold Watch the rain come down down and I keep spinning around, around but you don't make a sound no. oh once I was lost once I was lost uh, but I keep expecting the sound of goodbye when you you realize that you can't help a woman like me. No, but you just keep quiet like mesmerized by something that I'll never see. And I watch the rain come down. I watch it come down. I watch the rain come down. Singer-songwriter Amber Lynn singing I'm Found. You are tuned in to Highway 89 on BYU Radio. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thank you for listening, and don't forget you can find various videos and other information about Amber Lynn online. Now, I want to talk a little bit about uh, 
some sort of good stuff you do in your spare time, which was after a recent hurricane in the Philippines, you decided, <laughs> I got to be part of this. How do you guys know all this stuff? <laughs> we have our ways. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. I did a, a humanitarian trip last last summer. It was fantastic. So, and what were what was the goal of this particular trip? What were you trying to accomplish? Um, yeah, so after the um, the typhoon that was over in the Philippines yeah. uh, last year, uh, there was a lot of damage over there, um, and there's a, a group that's uh, local called Help International. Um, a friend of mine uh, runs most of that, and she had kind of been trying to talk me into doing a trip. And with working full time, I just never really thought that that would be an option. But um, I I planned ahead and. Um, you know, worked things out with work, and I was able to spend three weeks over there. Um, we did a lot of projects with um, uh, not only cleaning up, but the biggest goal of that was to kind of jumpstart their their uh, their I guess family businesses and um, get influx of money and um, kind of teach them like where to where to get money, how to how to maintain a business and things like that. Um, just because it's so. Um, third world over there, um, at least in the area that I went. So um, we spent a lot of time doing that, and it was fantastic. And they understand you use your music a little bit as far as benefit, fundraising, that <laughs> kind did. of stuff. I did. So I was really stressed out about, I mean, I don't have that kind of money to just fly across the world. Um, and so fundraising was a big thing. And I, I started out, you know, handwriting letters and talking to everybody I know, but I mean, I don't know anybody with money either. So, so um, a friend of mine kind of suggested why don't you do a benefit concert and I was like oh everybody does those nobody you know there's so many around here um, but we kind of developed the idea of doing um, a series a concert series um, and um, that it, that turned out so well that I just it blew my mind how how everything came together with that it was truly um, there were other hands involved with that. I just have to say that just because um, everything just went so smoothly. We had um, 20 local artists involved in that doing stripped down acoustic sets. Um, and we had around 100 to 200 people each night um, in attendance and we did four of them. And so we raised um, we raised close to $5,000 uh, with all of those combined. Nice. So, See, you got to use your strengths there, bringing your music, <laughs> and it all came together. Hey, we do want to get back to music, but I want to ask you to set up this song, next song, Higher. Because okay. it has sort of an interesting story behind it. Does. It does. How do you guys know this stuff? It is blowing my mind how well you know La- me. <laughs> later, we're, later, we're going to say, well, you have this YouTube channel where you post things, and that's oh, okay. where we get off. <laughs> Okay, okay. I guess social media makes your life not really all that private, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, so I, uh, I I do like the outdoors a lot. Um, I'm a lot better at the outdoors now than I was maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago when I started writing. <laughs> so um, I, uh, I had gone on this hike, and uh, it uh, was not easy at all it was local it was a a local hike I won't say which one because that'll kind of mark how athletic I am if I tell you which one it is so um (laughs) like if it was a flat bike trail totally Mount Timp um (laughs) um yeah so it was just really really hard and um I cried a lot I was in a lot of pain and and I made it to the top and I was thinking while I was up there you know there was a lot of times when I was I fully believed that my body could not make another step and it did because I mean when you're up on a mountain it's basically you go or they 
call a helicopter and they come get you. There's not really any other options. Um, but it just amazed me how, you know, my body would keep going, even though I knew that I'd pushed it completely to its limits. Um, and I got home and I started thinking about, you know, mentally, spiritually, how we, how we outdo what we think our capacity is all the time, um, and how devastating it might be to look back on our lives and think that we got so close to what we wanted and, Mm. and then, and then gave up when we were right there. So that's kind of how high originated. And okay, we got to hear this song All now. Right. So <laughs> let's let you, let you go get set up. We're going to hear this song higher. This is the title track of Amberlynn's EP. tell you a story about life. I know we've all got our hills to climb, but one morning I find that those hills turn to mountains in front of my eyes, and the roads turn to rivers instead, and now the water's up over my head, and I don't know how I got in this mess, but I'm gasping for air through the black and the red, just when I thought it was over. Something inside kept pushing me on These feelings you try not to show But the road that we got It ain't long So just remember where you've already gone now. And come on It's just a little stormy weather Come on Don't you know it gets better Come on Won't you get yourself together And bring it all Bring it all Just when it feels Like it's over Just a little bit, just a little bit, oh, no, 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 no,
Just a little bit more. What's holding you down is only making you stronger. Just a little bit higher. Just a little bit higher. That's higher title track of Amberlynn's EP performed live today. You can find her music on iTunes or visit her website, amberlynnmusic.com. That Lynn is L-Y-N-N. Find information about her latest projects and performances. And speaking of latest projects, you have had fun in the video world lately, starting with this 19-song mashup oh, gosh. <laughs> that you did with some other local artists, yeah. Eric Thane and Mimi Knowles. That's right. It's like up to half a million views so yeah. far. Oh, that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I, I obviously like what I do, and I think I'm pretty decent at it, but never did I ever think that I that a video that I was in would do that. Um, it kind of went viral pretty much overnight. It just got picked up by a few sites. And, yeah, like the Huffington Post. Yeah, and... we got we were in the Huffington Post, and um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no explanation for that. So <laughs> Okay, and then along with that, that we have to also mention for people who might be wanting to search online, they did uh, sort of the, the Weird Al world of parody. You stepped into that with uh, a song called A Parody of Tinder. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's <laughs> You know, there's some things when you when you have a music career and you're trying to build yourself and you know kind of get up there, you do some things that um that you think are good ideas at the time. Um and then you look back and you're, you're like I probably won't show my kids that. Hey, we so... all end up with a history. So <laughs> No, it was so fun Yours to just make. happens it, to be online. I know. That's that's the, the age that we live in now. There's no hiding. You know, there's there's not. But, well, a, huh. a, a more serious question, though. Yes. So, I mean, you've been singing for a long time. Yes. But at what point did you start writing? Oh, that, I think that's I've always separate, written, what, Did yeah. that come at the very beginning, too? Um, yeah, I mean, I've written my whole life, but um, I'm very, very particular about writing. So for me, writing um, is, is a very long process, um, and I don't have any, like, I mean, I don't, I have a lot of half songs, but I don't. Like if I don't like them, they're they're kind of pushed to the wayside. So um, I I struggle a little bit with songwriting. Um, I just but the songs that I do have, I'm extremely proud of, and so I can't really I can't really complain about you know um, I guess mind blocks and things like that if if I'm able to put stuff forward that I really am proud of. So hey, I don't care how long it takes. Yeah. We're really enjoying what you what you're doing for oh, us thank today. You. That's nice. Set up this last song. Sadly, we're at the end, Ooh. but let's hear one more. This is recover. Yeah. Do you want to tell us? Oh, or? yeah. Um, so this is, uh, this is a very, very intimate song. Um, it's very emotional. Um, I think it's very relatable. I think um, there's a lot of times uh, it's, it's kind of about a relationship that has ended, but not quite ended. Like it's, it's ended, but, you know, the other person maybe doesn't want to give up all the way. And um, so it's, it's kind of a, a tug of war there um, and, and how hard it is to fully let go and fully rid yourself of something that that is not right is not you know productive for your future um whether that's a good or a healthy or an unhealthy relationship either way um but um it's easily uh the most emotional song i think i've ever written um and uh i 
it's my favorite one to perform live. Um, it's it's just very tender to me, and uh, I'm very grateful for people that I can play with that kind of help bring that that emotion through when when that song kind of comes alive. So. All right. Well, we're going to hear this from the EP Higher. The song is Recover. You're listening to Highway 89, where you get music for free and therapy for free, like this next song.
That's Recover. You're listening live to Highway 89, that live version here in studio. There's no stopping, no retakes, no edits, just flat-out soul-touching singer singing Amberlynn here on Highway 89. Thank you so much. More of her music is on her EP Higher and her latest projects and performances listed online at www.amberlynmusic.com. And, of course, follow her on social media like we have been. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Thank you, Amberlynn, for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. This was great, such a great time. Great show. Uh, we've loved it. Joining in on the set today were Rashida Call, piano and backup vocals, James Dawson, electric guitar and backup vocals. Thanks to both of those two. For any of you listening, all of our shows are archived online. They can be heard for free anytime on demand via byuradio.org slash highway89. Also follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates, information about upcoming shows, and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our student assistant is Abby Horlocker. And the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>